Good afternoon and hope you're having an awesome Erev Shabbos. As is our custom, we always end the week with an insight that's directly gleaned from the Torah portion, this week being Parsha's Emor. As always, there's so many amazing lessons to learn in the week's Parsha, and as always, we will just focus on one. A big portion of the Parsha deals with listing all of the various Jewish holidays, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, Yom Kippur, they're all in there, as well as the upcoming Shavuos, the day that celebrates what I believe to be the most amazing moment in all of history. Standing at Sinai and receiving the world's all-time bestseller, the Torah, the blueprint and roadmap for living our best life and achieving spiritual greatness, and the source of literally all the wisdom that we are drawing from to share on this daily podcast. While we talk more about Shavuos, which falls out on May 29th and May 30th, this year, and we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. Today, I want to focus on what the Torah says right after mentioning Shavuos. See, right after the Torah commands us to celebrate Shavuos, and right before it says, okay, let's move on to Rosh Hashanah, there is one interesting verse which reads, And when you harvest your land, you shall not reap all the way to the edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. You shall leave them for the poor and the stranger. I am the Lord your God. And then immediately afterwards, the Torah goes on to discuss Rosh Hashanah. To me, and really to everyone, it seems like this verse is totally out of place. There are places in the Torah that talk about tzedakah, and it might make sense to include this verse in any one of those areas, but here, it's a complete non sequitur. So what's the verse doing here? So some of the commentaries suggest a very powerful and important lesson, which is as follows. Of course, Shavuos is important, really important. It celebrates the holiest of holy moments, a life-changing experience which formed the bedrock of all ethical monotheist beliefs, a moment of national revelation when people experience the greatest spiritual epiphany possible and a true out-of-body experience. And while this was a pivotal moment, a transformative moment, the litmus test of how transformative it actually was was how much a person took the lessons with them in everyday life. That's what this verse is doing right here in the middle of a discussion about inspirational holidays. Living a Torah-based life doesn't apply only on holidays, in shul, or when listening to Torah podcasts. Torah is meant to be lived in between all those experiences as well, our everyday lives. And the litmus test as to whether you understand this lesson is in how you treat all those around you, especially the poor and unfortunate amongst us. What a beautiful lesson. The mountaintop experience that reminds us of our spiritual grandeur should also inspire a holy, down-to-earth, greater charitable and compassionate outlook on life. The more you study the deep texts, the more sensitive you should become to others. That's how you know the Torah's approach is working. The Torah sticks in one sentence just to remind us what spirituality should look like in practice. And only once we understand that does it move on to discuss the next holiday. And on that note, Wishing you a wonderful Shabbos, and I'll see you tomorrow.